Welcome to the Eight Keys of Sales Excellence podcast, powered by Sales Awakening. Join the sales and marketing community that have made the choice to strive for excellence both personally and professionally. Now, please welcome your host, Craig Francisco. Hey everyone, it's Craig at Sales Awakening. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I am super, super, super excited to share this interview with all of you that I just had last week with Jill Herman. Jill is a mindset shifter, a writer, a coach, a speaker, entrepreneur. Um, Jill went from being pretty much broke to running a $2 million online business with a team of over 700 people. She's now doing some speaking and, and coaching workshops as well. This is phenomenal. You want to talk about hustle, hard work, dedication, focus, and finding your calling? Well, Jill will motivate the heck out of you. So please stay tuned. This is going to be awesome. All right, Jill. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the 8 Keys of Sales Excellence podcast. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be on. Thank you. Good. You're very welcome. So just so the audience knows, I actually connected with Jill just about a week and a half ago. She did a, a speech for oh, some folks that I know over at First Federal Bank in, in the Fort Wayne area, some ladies there on just on um, you know some coaching and speaking of what that Jill does really well. So I wanted to have her on and kind of share her experience because it's an interesting journey, Jill, I think that you've been on in your career. So if you don't mind, I'd like to maybe start and kind of take you back a little bit to when you got out of school and cause you started as an RN, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So could you do you mind starting there for us? No, it is an interesting story. So it's interesting because I have no uh, background in sales, no background in business. And now that's where I live. And so I was a registered nurse. Um, I was working lots and lots of long, stressful hours. Um, at the time I'm going to start the story and my kids were nine, six and three. And I was, you know, probably similar to a lot of Americans overextended, um, time financially drowning in debt. Uh, we'd had a lot of medical debt, um, with my former spouse and, uh, was really, um, doing everything I could to make ends meet. I'm a super hard worker. I always joke that I can outwork anybody. Right. And so, but you can only work so hard. So I only had a certain number of, of hours that I could work. And um, I actually, I went to my first personal development course. That's how this all started. But I didn't go by, by choice. Uh, one of the physicians that I used to nanny for called me and asked me to take his daughter. Okay. I didn't know what personal development was. I'd never heard of it. And uh, didn't think I needed it. <laughs> and I went to this course and truly changed my life as it does for every person who experiences that for the first time. You know, you're looking at your blind spots, you're right. a whole new lens. I mean, I was just, I was 35 at the time and I just, it was just life changing. So at that moment, it's amazing how it happened. So it opened up my eyes to, right, to possibility, to everything that was holding me back, this whole new world. And it's not a coincidence that at that course, I met a physician who then invited me to partner with her in this business that I'm a part of now. And if that had happened, Craig, before that, I would have failed miserably. I would have probably just said no because I was very close-minded before that. Right. I, I knew everything. So it was a perfect storm in a good way. So who was the, what was the personal development um, course? Like it's who, called Landmark Education. Okay. 
Gotcha. Uh, Landmark Education's been around a long time. I haven't gone forever. I it was a long time ago, but it was it was really 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 great. You know, Changed just the, yeah. the whole immersion thing, right? Where you're there for three or four days for twelve hours, and you go back again a week or two later, and that's it awesome. Was, it was huge. Yeah. So how did you? Because I talk with a lot of um, of folks that are in business. They may be you know working for somebody else, and they have aspirations to go out on their own and start their own business, but they have a they struggle with knowing when to make that leap. So how, how did you go from, you know, being an RN, working all these hours and you knew then you had a chance to get, you know, involved with this business. How did you make that transition? Well, in my case, um, what I, I, I did, what probably a lot of people do when they start sort of a side hustle, side gig that turns into a business. I mean, in the beginning, it wouldn't have paid me to quit my job. So I right. continued my schedule and working full-time and added this and, and and this is interesting I just was talking to someone today I was coaching a woman who was giving me the I'm too busy line right and a lot of times when people I'm sure you're working with want to start something new they don't they just don't um, sometimes they're not willing to set the time aside and make sacrifices you just have to say no a lot so you can say yes a lot later right and so I said a no, no to a lot of things I literally didn't watch TV for three years um, I, I, not a joke. I mean, I literally, I just didn't turn my TV on for three years. I never listened to the radio when I was in the car on my way to my job and on the way home. Um, I was listening to things that would better my mind and train me, or I was on the phone with people, uh, you know, giving my pitch as they call it. Um, so the decision to do it, right. To do it right. was, was, was like literally a gut feeling it just smelled good to me and something told me to do it. I was right on the heels of that personal development course where I knew anything was possible. Right. And I realized I've lived this way for so long. It's working. It's okay. It's not bad, but I don't want this forever. And I can do anything I decide that I can do. So when she asked me, I said, absolutely. This is exactly what I've been wanting to attract to myself. And I didn't even know about the law of attraction. Right. So to answer right. your question, it was just a decision that moment, but then it was a series, as you know, of, thousands of decisions after that to put things down, to say no to things and to say yes to building business. Yeah. I think that the, that's awesome. And I think the big message that the listeners need to take away is that it's, it doesn't come overnight. I mean, you spent three years hustling, working super hard, you know, probably early in the morning, late at night, um, gave up a lot of free time and fun to be able to make this happen. And, you know, Jill, what I see online that's kind of just frustrating for me is there's all these these people out there that are trying to sell future entrepreneurs, these programs that you can spend a lot of money on. And within 30 days, you're going to be rich and quit your job and life's grand and you'll have a new car. And, and unfortunately there's so many people I think that are, that are preying on the, the soul of the people that have these dreams that want to do something. And no matter what, I'm, I'm a huge believer as you are that it takes hard work, lots of hours and just a ton of personal development and, and failure. You're going to fail and you got to get back up and move forward. So that's, that's fantastic. Thank you for, for sharing that story. That's great. So about your business, can you share everybody a little bit about the business that you're in today? Yeah. What I'll share with you is I, so the business that affords me the time and gives me the um, financial freedom to do what I'm doing now. Right. Um, some people assume I'm in direct sales or network marketing. It's actually neither, but I'm okay with it. Like it's similar. That's fine. Sure. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing for 11 years. That's, that's the um, business that has now allowed me to do this 
this sort of career 2.0. So I'm never leaving my first business. I was just at a conference in Tampa for four days for that. Okay. And I'll do it for the rest of my life. But the second piece I think that you're asking me about is it, it came because of the personal development that it took to, to be a nurse, work full time, hustling like crazy, you know, to grow that business. And then the experience of growing that business from nothing to what it is and working with hundreds and hundreds of people that then has created what I do now, which is I've just taken it out of that space. And I decided, you know, I love coaching. I love mentoring. I love training. I actually enjoy speaking, not because I have to be in front of the room. It's not an ego thing. I just right. feel natural there. And so it's turned into, um, what's interesting is it started because I was in another personal development course three years ago and we were challenged by anything. It was the most difficult and most exciting course I've ever taken in my life. I highly recommend it. It's called Zarvos Coaching and Leadership. And we had to do something that really, really scared us. Long story short, I had never heard of a blog or seen a blog, but I started a blog. Um, and that was my challenge to myself. I, I had always wanted to be a writer. I thought I was pretty good at it. And I did, just did it um, just knowing that everyone could reject it, and that's okay. So right. the business that you're asking me about actually started from a blog. Okay. I started this blog. It's called Shifting Quickly, and it got a lot of attention right away. And I don't know if you've read Gay Hendricks' book, um, The Big Leap, but I was upper limiting yeah. to the max. I freaked out. I put my pulled my foot off the gas pedal, hit the brakes, and like trashed and stashed the car. I was done. I'm like, I can't. It's too scary for me. <laughs> so after that blog got some attention, some people were asking about it more. Um, I decided to just be super play it small, and I created a little Facebook group because then nobody would really know about it called shifting quickly and I started putting some entries in there right. we've got over 2,000 followers and now and um, I didn't do anything for about a year and a half and now probably a couple times a week I, I go in there and it turned into people asking you know could you teach me this could you help me with that and I'm excited to say that that's my little gig you're talking about where I, I do speak to corporations and people and uh, do workshops right now I've got a about 38 women I'm taking through a six week workshop um, just on letting go of what's stopping them and creating a life by design. Well, congratulations. That's very exciting. That's, um, that's really neat. So I want to talk about, you know, I, you and I talked, you know, a few days ago about what's really important to you and what you think helps, you know, so let's talk sales and marketing, but that profession be very successful. And I think the notes I had written down is that you believe 90% of its mindset. So can you share with us what that means to you when you talk about mindset? Yes, I, I, I came up with that um, number, I think about one year ago. I started saying 80-20, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's 90-10. Now I think it's like 99-1. <laughs> right. But I think no matter what it is, whether you're trying to get in shape or you're starting a new business or you're the new sales guy, whatever it is, it's mostly mindset. And I learned the hard way. So I would love everyone to really listen to this when I say that you can only work so hard. As I said, I have such a strong work ethic. I just, I, I love working and I can work to the point where I need to make, make myself stop. Right. But you cannot outwork your mindset. You just can't. I know you know this. Right. Um, but I learned the hard way. So you can get sales that way, but you can't have longevity and you cannot become a leader and lead a team that way. So so what I learned is that what I was doing, and what I think a lot of people do, is I was focusing mostly on the skill set, right? On right. the mechanics. Those are important. I mean, you're, I'm sure in your sales training, you're teaching people basic skills that you have to have. 
you need to master those. The problem though is if I take your course and uh, you teach me, which I know you're really good at what you do, um, and I'm just the best student and I'm super teachable and I'm coachable, right? And I'm willing right. to show up and I'm going to hustle, but I have a negative mindset. You and I both know that I'm not going to go very far. Right. So I truly believe that it's 90% the thoughts that we think and 10% skill set and mechanics. And again, people like you come in to be very important because you have to have the skill set and mechanics, right? Right. But the mindset will trump that. I, I, I know that from my own experience in leading a large team, I see it every day, every day people who they have the skills, they know what they're doing. I just spoke with someone today, Craig, before you and I got on the phone, I was just speaking with her and I didn't really have a lot to say because I said, you know what? At this point, you have to make the decision to be successful. You know what to do. You have tons of customers. You, you, you have all the skills down. So you could coach this team better than me. Right. But the problem is you sabotage yourself and you're never going to get, you get in your own way. And right. what I found was I was getting in my own way. Yeah. And though you feel like that some people have, and it, it goes back, I think a lot of it, psychology will tell you, it goes back to like childhood and, and there's a fear of, you know, fear of success or it's a fear, fear of failure. Um, so what, what do you do when you find somebody like that, that's stuck? You know, how do you help them get out of that rut? You know what, what I realized is that I can't help them get out of the rut. I used to, I was exhausted trying to get people out of that rut. I, I thought if I just train them well enough, if I just coach them hard enough, if I just love them enough, right. if I send them good vibes, if I pray for them, I know they can do it. It's like looking at a deck of cards and I'm like, I'm looking at a two and I'm like, I know you can be an ace. I know you can be an ace, you know? Right. And the truth is they ain't going to be an ace. And there's no judgment in saying that. They have to believe they're the ace. They have to shift their mindset. They have to make that decision. So honestly, if we had more time, I know we don't, I would tell you so many stories of me wasting years, Craig, and hours of my time and time with my children and time that I can't get back, right? trying to get those people out of the trenches. When they weren't putting the ladder up, I was diving down in there with them trying to get them out. And right. I became stuck and I'm like, what am I doing? I literally woke up years into my business and said, I can't do this anymore and I won't do this anymore. So what I had to do and what your listeners have to do if they're in that position is, you know, Jim Rohn says, for things to change, I have to change, right? Things right. to get better, I have to get better. If you're listening to this and you're in the position that I was in, you have to change so that you won't enable that because what you enable, you invite, that you will no longer tolerate that and you won't apologize for not doing that anymore. You won't be as liked. I had people that just don't like me as much and that's okay. I'd rather be respected. And right. so what I did was I got out of the trenches and said, look, I'm up here. I'm telling you, if I got out, you can. Personal development's the answer. Read the books. All the stuff you read, Craig, all the stuff you listen to. I know you do. Oh, yeah. Give them all the suggestions, right? It's not like I abandoned them. Right. But they've got to read the books. They've got to listen to the podcast. They've got to do trainings like what you offer. And then they can change their mindset. And, and I have people that are still today where they were 11 years ago when I started. Yeah, I think it's it's a great point, Jill. And you know, I've been to tons of seminars and sales training and personal development courses over my career. And, and I don't know what the percentage is, but it's got to be high 90s of people that go there, get all fired up and excited. They learn, 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 and they're having fun. They go back, they, they're excited still, but within a day or two, they just, they stop, they quit because it's hard. It's hard work. And then they self-sabotage themselves. 
because of whatever that the mindset is, the way that they've prepared themselves, that they, they stop, they give up. And you know, the weight loss programs, all the things that are out there, it, it really is mindset. I do completely agree with you. So that's, um, that's extremely helpful. Now, is there any advice that you, you know, with the listeners that we have, just so you know, it's a lot of business owners and industry professionals and, and folks that are in sales and marketing. Is there any advice that you would like to give the listeners before we, we wrap up today about um, just thinking about success and what is possible for them in their careers? Sure. Uh, two things. I agree with Craig 100% that it's the head trash and the stories and the limiting beliefs that we have from childhood that are stopping us. You've got to identify those, figure out how to get around those, and reprogram those, those tapes. I mean, period. End of story. Right? right. The second thing I will say that I, I implemented in my business and I was just sharing with a business owner the other day and she's going to use it too, is that I, again, learned the hard way. Um, but what I finally get after 11 years of this, I finally get that the people who deserve our time. So if you're a business owner, you're a leader, the people who deserve your time in your business right. are the ones that show up with three success ingredients. The first is they're teachable and coachable. And that doesn't mean just on Monday, all the time. They, they, they value what you have to say. They know that you have gone before them and they're going to just follow the system. Teachable and coachable. The second success ingredient is to have a burning desire. You know, you know, start with why Simon Sinek, but a burning desire, a burning desire that's going to get your people to do what needs to be done when it isn't convenient, when it doesn't feel good, when the dog dies and the roof caves in. Right. The third success ingredient is Seems obvious, but being willing to show up and do the activity, AKA work. Right. And I love that Craig, I can already tell you're a great coach because you, you point out what people are afraid to say. It's not magic. You can't sign up for one of Craig's courses and magically you're successful. You've got to apply what he teaches you and then you have to work. So that, that's, that's the second um, piece of advice is to pour your time into those people. And then the people who don't show up that way, right? You either have to right. let them go, right? Or, or offer the tools to them and see if they come back around and show up differently. Or, depending on your business, let the system train them and you don't give them any of your time whatsoever. Right. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. That's, uh, you know, Jill, it's great. I'd love to see the, the path you, where you started and where you are now. And I'm sure that you've got great goals and aspirations for many years to come. And it's going to be fun to watch your journey now. Is there, a, um, if someone wants to get a hold of you and talk with you further about your speaking engagements and coaching and your business, what's the best way for, for our listeners to reach you? Oh, thanks so much. Um, I would say LinkedIn. Okay. Um, if people like to use Facebook, depending on uh, the person, the Shifting Quickly page seems to be helping a lot of business people. I would say primarily women. Um, okay. I have a lot, lot of women who say it's helped them shifting quickly on Facebook. Um, the blog is shiftingquickly.com, but truly to reach me, it would be just as Craig did through LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. Okay. I do speak at corporations and do workshops and, um, and things like that. So thank you so much for having me. I, no, I hope everyone awesome. laughs when I say that I, I did not know what a podcast was until two months ago. That's a true story. <laughs> You're going to be on a bunch of them now. Everybody's going to want to have you. So that's awesome. Well, thanks Jill so much. Have an awesome weekend and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the eight keys of sales success podcast. Please subscribe to our channel and visit our website at www.salesawakening.com for additional sales and marketing content. Remember, we all have a choice to be excellent. Make the choice today.